0: Hello there, I'm Kevin Scott, writer of Star Wars The High Republic from Marvel, and you're listening to The Living Force. Welcome to the Living Force Podcast. I'm here for The Armor, a Utini podcast network production. If you want my armor, you'll have to peel it off my dead body. Episode 141, the 2021 Utini nominations. I don't want your armor. I want my On this episode, a Utini fantasy football update. Are you Mandalorian? A new cover is revealed for the High Republic Falling Star. I'm a simple man making his way through the galaxy. And the Utini crew announces the nominations for the 2021 Utini Awards. But fate sometimes steps in to rescue the wretched. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. Corey Helton. Eric Eilerson, Dr. Charles Henkel, and Wes Jenkins.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Living Force, a UTV Network podcast all about the best content of 2021. I am one of your hosts, Eric Eilerson, and joining me on this epic nomination ceremony this evening, uh, that'll probably just be good. Let's let's tamper those expectations down just a bit. Is everyone starting with the man, the myth. The legend, the doctor, the Corey, the Helton.
2: Hello. 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 Hope everyone is doing well. Building up to the holidays. I'm starting to feel that uh <laughs> starting to feel that stress
1: already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already tired. <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. December is always an insanely busy month for mm-hmm. Utini and us personally and trying to squeeze it all into this one month. Whoever ever decided that Thanksgiving and Christmas should just be back to back like this. I hate that guy. I don't know who he Garbage. is.
1: Absolute garbage. We mm-hmm. don't like you, but we do like Dr. Charles Hanko, who is back from his one-week sabbatical.
3: I'm back. I'm back. Uh, I've been spending my December, you know, having a little Christmas shindigs, wearing Grogu Christmas sweaters. So I don't know what you're talking about, Corey. I haven't bought gifts for anybody, you know, but uh, I'm having <laughs> oh a good December. We to do that soon. <laughs>
1: hey, listen, as, as, as Kanye West once said when he was the good Kanye West, my presence is a present. Mm. So... Just, just that can be your excuse whenever you go to a party without anything. Uh, but you know who would never show up to a party empty handed because he's a god dang gentleman, Wes Jenkins.
4: Hello, everyone. Good to see you. Um, I just want to let everybody know that I got this uh Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser thing in the mail today because they're wanting more of my money that I already give them. I think it's because they noticed that I paid for hotel room and tickets and. Additional tickets to uh, Star Wars Celebration um, two years in a row, I guess. So they're <laughs> like, "Hey, I bet this guy has funds, um, and he wants to take his children on these this two day excursion." I'm like, "Oh, do you take dogs? Do dogs come with you?" Maybe. Oh my <laughs> god!
1: Because <laughs> they have cause the Galactic Star Cruiser, right? They got the cosplay options that you can have when you get on there, and that's like pretty yeah. extensive. You can be a Star Wars character if they could make the dogs like actual like loath wolves or something i'd be like all right listen and like that two grand a night we'll count me in we'll, we'll talk <laughs>
3: two grand a uh, night. it's probably the same oh price God. for a it's dog and a child
1: <laughs> <laughs> and one is a lot less to clean up after uh everyone though welcome in uh to all of you who are and aren't gonna go on the galactic star cruiser someday this of course is the living force podcast we talk all about star wars books and comics please if you're watching us, go ahead and like the video, leave a comment, uh, subscribe to the channel if you're on YouTube. If you're listening to your audio podcasts, first of all, thank you. If you put us in your Spotify wrap this week, we had a few people that were like, oh, Living Force is one of my top podcasts of the year. It was incredible to see. Thank you so much. And thank you also from all the other podcasts you listen to. And if you're not on Spotify, that's cool. Uh, leave us a review wherever you are. Leave some star ratings, some comments so other people can come and join in the fun where we celebrate all the other Star Wars stuff that's not on your television screens, youths. But before we go any further, I gotta give a shout-out, y'all. Because last week, our amazing editor, Matt Davenport, was on a well-earned vacation. Uh, not not from us specifically. Like, he's not on a vacation because we work him so hard, although, maybe. Uh, but he was on vacation. So, Wes, dude, you edited the episode last week, and much like when Corey filled in, you had a beautifully unique intro to the audio version. I, uh... I'm glad I was not driving when I listened to it because I I guffawed with laughter, sir. So well well done. I was I so thought, happy. You
4: know, since we're we're really spoiled here with Matt because yes. whenever he goes on vacation, we have to do maybe like one one to I don't know three episodes a year we have to edit, mm-hmm. and then so we have to make those memorable. And Corey made a a damn good one this past <laughs> like couple months ago, I guess. And so I tried. I tried to mimic as much as I could with Matts, but I knew I needed to throw a soundbite in there that made us all laugh, and it was it was one of the um, one of the Cantina Comics episodes, mm-hmm. and he took a drink of something he didn't particularly like, and he said, "I don't like that a bit." <laughs>
1: it was amazing because that's the drink that I
4: made for our trivia night.
1: That was I, and I was like, I do like that. And that's why I knew exactly where you pulled it from. Oh, it great. <laughs> uh, if you don't listen to our audio podcast, if you're on YouTube, hello again. Uh, highly recommend going into your podcast app for last week's episode 140 and listening to Wes's intro, if nothing else. Uh, and then you can, you know, go back to looking at our beautiful mugs. One more thing in the intro before we get into our lovely patrons and our news. Uh, the Utini Fantasy Update, as usual, not great for me. Um, <laughs> I am going to – let's see here. I had – one of my best weeks of all time. I had 142 points on the backs of Kyler Murray, who I saw live on Sunday. I went to the game with my dad. But you know who had a better week <laughs> it was Timothy Guthrie, who uh, <laughs> just made sure that even though I was happy, even though he had Joe Mixon, wouldn't matter, wouldn't matter, uh, not a bit. So Tim, love you. Congrats. We'll play Halo again soon. Um, unkind. You're unkind. Uh, Wes, are you, uh, we got our playoffs coming up. Are you in the playoffs? I haven't even looked at the playoff
4: bracket because I'm sad. I have been looking at the playoff bracket. I can sneak into the playoffs. I am the top six teams out of 10 that we have in the league go to the playoffs. And I am number seven. I'm in seventh place right now. I handed Andrew his ass this week because he has all these Alabama players that are out and he didn't take them out of his roster. So, um, it he was too like busy I really, I, watching that Alabama yeah. Georgia game. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like I beat him by a lot, but it's just poor management skills up on his part. Um, but I could sneak right into sixth place and get into the playoffs. And I just noticed a couple of days ago, uh, Eric, that you named the consolidation ladder the toilet bowl. Oh, I did so not.
1: That's a default. That is a oh, app oh, default. Is it? Oh, they oh insult God, you in that app. Oh sleeper.
4: <laughs> 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 so funny. <laughs>
1: So, uh, yeah, if, if you want to go in the Toilet Bowl, West, I will be there to welcome you with open arms because who knows what happened this year. Uh, but as we see in our chat, our, our good pal Emma, who's also in that league, is having a great night watching the show while playing Halo with her somehow-the-Patriots-returned uh, favorite team playing 16 tonight. 16-win
4: streak? Is that what we're talking about? Yep,
1: number one in the AFC, West, <sighs> and everyone that cares about the NFL. They are the Palpatine of—they're the Palpatine in the NFL. Absolutely, uh, easy. Uh, Wes, I do have a question for you though. Before we get off this, Andrew did just come in the chat and asked, "Do you think that he was trying to be kind to you? Had you had you considered that?"
4: No. Great. He tries definitely <laughs> really hard to win every week, and I'm still baffled at the trades that you made. I don't care that you want to get every Alabama player, and you thought it was funny. You, you ruined the league doing that. <laughs> and I don't care that
1: I got. I thought I just had him, and uh, did way worse. Well, you know who did way better. It's our Patreon community. Hi, everyone. We love you. Thank you so much for your support. Uh, we've had uh, a lot of annual patrons. Uh, we just got a new one this week. Our very own Adam Dyson jumped back on the annual patron train. Thank you so much, buddy. Welcome back. And hey, Listen, uh, I,
2: I even I even direct messaged Adam to make sure that wasn't yeah. a mistake, just so we're clear.
0: Yes, because he is on the team. <laughs> I was team. like, hey, full, man, full, you're on the team. Disclosure.
1: Are you sure
2: you're giving us money? He's like, absolutely, man. I love this community. And I'm just like, "I that is always incredibly honoring to me, so... Yeah, yeah, appreciate it, Adam. Thanks, man.
1: It's so sweet, dude. We love you. Uh, we are we have had some patrons uh, that had an annual membership that decided to either put some more money towards Christmas stuff or you know do other things with your time and money, which is legit. So we are slightly farther away from our Avengers Sith commentary than we were before, which, frankly, considering we still have to do Rogue One, is okay. Selfishly. But if you want to boost us right back up, head over to com slash Patreon or patreon.com slash To get all of our extra shows, to get a little bit of something extra that we'll tease you about later, and of course, mainly just to support this community. Um, We have an incredible, incredible Patreon community that has honestly allowed us to do way more this year than we ever thought, and it is all people that just want to support the things we do out of love, and we, we love you guys right back. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Rogue One is coming soon, and of course, if you ever want to have ideas about what you want to see in Patreon, you can contact Timothy Guthrie, the, the fantasy asshole, and also our Patreon manager, <laughs> uh, and he <laughs> will got to tell you anything you need to do to make the living Force and all of Utini, <clears throat> the cosmic forest, learn to look back, all the extra shows, everything you want it to be in the future. One of the awards we're going to be talking about later on in the show is the cover of the year. We love covers here at Utini, and this week, we all, this morning actually... A bunch of us got to order a new cover because we got a bunch of covers for the higher public that were announced this past week. First up is maybe, maybe already the cover of the year twenty twenty two. It's not really fair. <laughs> um, the Fallen Star Claudia Grace novel mm. got this jaw dropping cover from Out of Print. Uh, it it's is very good. It, yeah, yeah, Corey, <laughs> you you had an especially <laughs> intense reaction to this cover.
2: Yeah, man, I, I don't know. It's just, it's just. Epic. Something about silhouettes, man. I just mm-hmm. love silhouettes. I mean, look at the Uteni website. Everything is silhouettes.
1: It's <laughs> the most Uteni cover. That's what it, it is. It really is.
2: It really is. I don't know. I just uh it's just you know, this is right after the cover that we showed last week, you know, for Brotherhood that we were not particularly exceptionally excited about. Yeah! So to yeah! to get this right after that it's just like holy smokes. Now this is a is this is a special edition cover too as well, right?
1: Yes, so this is on outofprint.com. They've done previous covers for Light of the Jedi and Rising Storm. The same artist came back to do this. And if you're on audio and haven't seen this yet, the cover essentially shows seven Jedi, or we assume, seven figures. One has a lightsaber on a hillside watching the starlight beacon in flames cascade into into a body of water with a bunch of meteors. So... My my first thought, other than, wow, this is gorgeous, was if they're showing us this event on the cover of the book, this is not the big event of the book, yeah. <laughs> which is horrifying.
3: Yeah. Really? <laughs> my first thought oh. is who's still on there? Yeah, that was also yeah. my thought, too. Is, Are there is more
1: this...
4: than seven Jedi
3: left? <laughs> left. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right.
4: They all have their hoods up. You can't tell. You can't that one tell guy's got his out.
2: lightsaber out, too. Like, what's up with
3: that? I don't so know. So
1: there's a For blue lightsaber.
3: It's no. almost like a, it's almost like a sad binary sunset. It is. Oh, it is. Wow.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, also, I'm not going to be this guy, but I do not see Ember on that cover. Yeah. Uh, we'll stop, see stop again. Art- artistic, artistic renderings. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, but luckily, if you love this cover as much as we do, there are still bundles available on outofprint.com. Go over there, search for the High Republic, and the bundle is fifty dollars because it comes with this hardcover with it's signed by Claudia Gray. And you get a hat.
3: Not just a hat, hat. a beanie, okay? A A beanie beanie. winter hat. At the risk of sounding vain, I'm kind of the beanie guy around here, and I'm really stoked (laughs) about this, okay? I'm more excited than about the tote bag and more Mm -hmm. excited than the socks. Those were great, but I'm digging this beanie.
1: Oh, yeah. Chicago got into the 20s this week, so I am very excited for another winter hat. Uh, And Endar says in the chat, got all your hardcover pre-orders in. Thank you for putting them into the the description. So yes, as Wes said, all the links to the pre-orders we're talking about are in the description down below. Uh, Another side note on The Fallen Star, we did get our first excerpt this morning on StarWars.com. It was a big Monday for The Fallen Star, so head over there, check it out. We also have an article on Utni.com where our very own McDowell wrote up about the excerpt. Uh, It's hopeful. (laughs) Which is also scary in a weird way because that's what this initiative has done to us. But, guys, Out of Print was not done with the Fallen Star. That was not the only thing we got announced. We got the third Thrawn Ascendancy Deluxe Edition revealed. We got the most My Chemical Thrawn Mance cover (laughs) I have ever seen. Look at our beautiful emo boy. Yeah. Did you just come Look up
2: with that. that on the spot, Eric? I did, actually. Yeah. Is-
3: <laughs> He's headed to the that bike is- parade, for sure. Yeah. He is.
2: Listen, I've been, uh, I've been listening to the audiobook. Wes, I know you've been listening to, to it also, right? How much do you have left?
4: Yes, I have. I have... A, a lot... Uh, the phone says I have about fourteen hours left, okay, okay. but I mean, you know.
2: Yeah, I, I I think I have about four or five hours left. The audio book is insanely long; it's like twenty three hours long, which is crazy yeah. that we have somehow found time to to listen to this like during our commutes is insane. Uh, I I was thinking about this yesterday when we were. Like, looking at our show notes, planning to show this image tonight, I have not ever pictured a chest that looks like this (laughs) in my mind. (laughs) Not a single time. (laughs) Not a single freaking time. Like, this is Thrawn. No wonder the aristocracy hate him. That's all I have to say.
1: (laughs) That's it. Uh, luckily enough, though, folks, um, they also knew exactly what they were doing, because there is a back to this cover, which we didn't put in this image, uh, which is Thrawn bound in handcuffs on the back, and that got to the weird side of Twitter, so bless y'all. Uh, (laughs) but calm down. (laughs) I will say, though, this, uh, so this is, again, the third Thrawn Ascendancy Deluxe Edition from out of print. The first two are long sold out. The first one goes for over $1,000 on eBay, because everyone forgot to get it. But if you want this third one, it goes up April 26th, so you got some time. You got some time, uh, make sure you set an alarm. And as we're saying in the chat right now, you got to go into the Utini Discord and the Lesser Evil channel. Whenever there is an exclusive cover drop, the channel of the book is on it. Our Discord is super good about letting people know when it's available. We're not bots, we're not resellers, we just want to get these covers because they look awesome. So be sure to check that out. Throw on Ascendancy, Lesser Evil, April 26th. And a quick reminder that the roundtable starts a week from tonight. So if you have the regular version of the book, you have one more week to finish up what is officially the longest book in Star Wars canon. Or start. Or start, you know? I don't know <laughs> what you're saying. Or start. Like. <laughs> hey, man, Halo, Halo's coming out on Wednesday. You, you got oh, We got man. stuff to do. It's very uh,
2: good, too, I do have to say. It's I, yes. I think it's, it's going to be safe to say that, that I think it's... We gave it really high reviews on the site, so like, yes. I've I've really enjoyed it. You know, I'm a sucker for Thrawn, and uh, it it concludes the the story very nicely. So if you haven't if you haven't started it yet, then absolutely. If you've never read a Thrawn book, somebody emailed me last week actually and asked me. I've been thinking about reading the Thrawn Ascendancy trilogy, but I've never read a Thrawn book. Should I read this first? I think you could. I think you could read the Thrawn yeah, Ascendancy trilogy fine. Yeah, can Start with that No problem. Sure. <laughs> yeah, start with the first one for sure. But yeah,
1: I I completely agree. And now, if you look at this image. You will know Thrawn is hot, and maybe that helps you out. <laughs> as you read. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> two more cover reveals we got this week. Big week for covers. We find out that the Fallen Star will not only have its out-of-print gorgeous cover, but it will also have a Target exclusive cover. Target's getting a lot of exclusives lately. Which will just be this beautiful wraparound image of Starlight Beacon. Hmm. We do not have a date for when this is going up yet, but it will be available at Target only. I've been going to Target a lot lately, and I have seen... Uh, there's Rising Storm is still on the shelves. Uh, they really do well putting out their Star Wars books. But the exclusive covers, I do not see anymore. So make sure you get those pre-orders in when they're announced. And currently available on pre-order, Midnight Horizon, the young adult novel from Daniel Jose Older, which is coming out in February has a Walmart-exclusive cover that shows three of our wonderful protagonists, Reith Silas, um, Zine, and, oh my gosh, I forgot I forgot our dude with the yellow lightsaber, our mechanic guy, Yelled at me in the chat. Um, It's a cool cover, but the problem is the Midnight Horizon regular cover with Comac and Wreath is yep. so good that, uh, I mean, this is good. It's a good cover. It's a very good cover. Yeah. Yeah, you know, but, this uh, this this image <laughs>
2: this image specifically also highlights one giant issue with Walmart and Target covers. They put these uh, damn stickers uh, right on the outside. Stop it
0: with the stickers. <laughs> I know.
2: And this one this uh, it's so funny that the, the promo image it looks like it has got a freaking Walmart sticker on it. <laughs>
1: like they got to <laughs> let you know. It's
2: yes, it's just crazy. hey, just so you know, we're going to ruin the cover with the flipping sticker. So, I don't know yep. why they do this crap, but whatever.
4: They, they could just put they could just put the Walmart logo Somewhere in, like, the bottom corner, and it'd be perfect. Yep. You wouldn't have to, like, actually put this white sticker on there. Cost right? too much.
1: But if you need much. to get stickers right. off and they don't come off, uh, hair dryer, use heat. Uh, and, Emma, thank you. Ram, Ram Ram, that's our guy. Uh, so make sure you get that. Pre-orders oh, are available that's now. Ready. That's right. Thank you very much. And, again, pre-order links are in the doobly-doo down below. So the next book's coming out less than a month now, less than a month till the higher public comes back with fallen star and mission to disaster. Go to utini.com, go to our new releases site, uh, get all your pre-orders in again before the holidays, because there is still a supply chain issue. So make sure if you want the book, you got to hit the pre-order and thank you. I haven't seen this in a while. Thank you to all of our people on our team that help us out to keep those new releases, to keep the timeline up to date. Every time a book is announced, Officially through DelawareStarWars.com, it is on the Utini timeline within the day, um, as you know, as accurate as we can get based on description, and it is on the new release calendar with an updated cover. So you can always guarantee we got you covered. Now, for what we're actually here for tonight, we are so excited to present for the second year uh, at the end at the end of this month the Utini Awards. Now, guys. Let's first, for anyone that wasn't around last year, which is fine, we've grown a lot this year, what are the Utini Awards? How would we describe them in like a, a one-sentence pitch? Mm,
2: I don't know. It's like uh it's like an award show to to celebrate, you know, the success that we've had in the past year in regards to Star Wars books. I mean, I feel like uh and we talked about this. Last week, I think maybe it was mm-hmm. when we had Steve, Steven on, we talked about how, you know, the authors are often relatively humble, quiet people, right? Mm-hmm. You know, there are a lot of them mm-hmm. pretty active on Twitter and stuff, but you know, they yeah. don't get the celebrity status that you know Daisy Ridley and John Boyega get, right? So, you know, but they're certainly appreciated by millions of people, right? So yes. we we came up yes. with the idea to put together kind of an award show to both honor the 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 creators as well as highlight just some of our favorite Star Wars content that was created in the past year. And uh exactly. you know we invented it last year and we've tried to push the limit with it this year. So I'm I'm really excited about some of the major changes that we've made this year and it's going to be in a couple surprises. I think they're going to be well received.
4: Yes, so. sir. Um it's it's more geared towards like canon, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um That's true. Canon and loose canon. Mm-hmm. Um And like Corey had said, it's for the expanded universe, the literature, the comics, the books, um, even like the comic illustrations Mm -hmm. from the past year. So the full year, everything in 2021, nothing Mm -hmm. from a year prior or the years prior. So that's That's how we kind of break up the category but
3: it's also it's 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 an excuse for us to dress up to the nines okay like this is not (laughs) this (laughs) is not like a normal episode of the (laughs) living force where we're all in Mm -mm. t-shirts okay i'm talking we're in suits like there's different Mm -hmm. graphics like it is as close as we are capable of getting to like the oscars uh so if you if you are curious and you cannot wait until our event this year. You can go back on YouTube. You can find last year's. It'll give you an idea of what to expect, but this year's going to be bigger. It's going to be better. It's going to be a lot of fun.
1: Absolutely, and I love that you said that, Charles. It is our Oscars, uh, and I'm sure, uh, if it's not there already because I'm a bad person without YouTube up, by the end of the show, we will have the link to last year's show in the description of the YouTube channel. And if you're not a usual visual watcher as opposed to an audio watcher, uh, if you usually do it on audio instead of video, it is a great time to tune into the show and really see uh, the event. Uh, it will be, before we go any further, it will be Monday, December 27th this year. Again, tonight we'll be listening to the nominees like the Oscars do. And then on the night, we will have bombastic entertainment and we will be handing out the awards, uh, which are are not, we they, they won't be here. But we will be announcing who gets it and how we decide those awards we'll talk about in just a little bit. But these nominations we're about to tell you uh, have been chosen by the Uteni staff because, honestly, if you think back to twenty twenty, a lot of things came out this year, and you may think that Light of the Jedi started in twenty nineteen or twenty twenty. Uh, it did not. It was twenty twenty one. That was this year, guys. The High Republic That's, started oh, this sir. year. <laughs> so
0: many, which is so wild. So many releases, which is wild.
2: I, I was with the I, I was working with a med student today, and he he asked me how many how many Star Wars books. Uh, came out in 2021 and I was like I don't know like 50 (laughs) that's what it felt like like a
1: thousand yeah Yeah, like so many amazing things happened and and we wanted to be sure that before we you know opened up the voting which we're gonna do this year we wanted to you know narrow it down so you don't get you know 80,000 choices so we had an exhaustive nomination process within our team uh, and we came up with the following categories and you know what with no more ado We're going to go through each category. We're going to list up who is nominated, and then we'll talk about them for a little bit. We'll say, if we've read them, if not, we'll kind of give you a little bit of background so that you can be, you know, you can go out and read them before the actual show. Uh, And that's where we'll go. So without any other uh, monologuing by me, let's, let's hit the background music. And Corey, take us away with our first nomination of the 2021 Uteni Awards.
2: Yes, let's do it. I right, I love it. I was like, "What the heck am I hearing right now?" You got it. <laughs> it came in my it came in my headphones. Funny. All right, the first category that we want to announce for the 2021 Utinis Awards is the Comic of the Year, and we have four comics that were nominated. You know, we didn't really talk about the process in great detail, but the staff really dived in and uh, and, uh, and picked our top categories, right? So the four that we have for the 2021 comic of the year are the War of the Bounty Hunter series, the High Republic series, the High Republic Adventures, and the, the Darth Vader comic. This is the second run of the Darth Vader comic, obviously not the, the 2020 run. This is the 2020 run, not the
1: 2015 run. Yep, 2020 run. So. run. Yep, Great yep. pack. Yeah. So this was a cool category because I love that we have... Uh, event series War of the bounty hunters we have an on two ongoing series with the high republic and Darth vader and then we have an all ages ongoing series with the high republic adventures so star wars is really all over the place this year as our friends in the cosmic force have said and guys i know <laughs> that we don't do all the comics um i i do but not everyone reads all the comics how many of these have you guys read i gotta ask and what'd you think
2: I have I have personally read everything except for the uh, War of the Bounty Hunter series. You know, I was kind of waiting. I'm actually going to wait for the graphic novel to to pick that up, like the whole series in the graphic novel format, because Mm -hmm. um, it's jumped around a lot. Actually, we we get a lot of questions about that kind of regularly. What the correct reading order is, and uh, I think we have a, I'm pretty sure we have a guide on that now on the site.
4: Wes has it in the background there. I have War of the Bounty Hunters. That is the only one that I currently own. Mm -hmm. I have not read it yet.
1: Oh, All right, fair enough.
4: And I I took myself out of the running for voting for that, too. So I didn't just, like, throw one up because of, of the cover or anything. Yeah,
1: Man, not only is he a golden god, ladies and gentlemen, he has integrity. He has integrity! <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, that, that, that,
2: that's also something that we push pretty hard on the team, too, is that, like, you, you're only allowed to vote. You can't vote just on hype. You have to vote on things yep. that you've actually participated in and read and that sort of thing. And we have a pretty big that's
3: participation, right. so... um Absolutely. Charles, yeah. how about you? I have read the High Republic series, and I have read War of the Bounty Hunters. I have not read the other two. I've read I've read the old Darth Vader series, but not this new one. Um, and man, I I don't know that there's been as much stir for a, a comic event of any kind as there was for War of the Bounty Hunters. Like in our Discord, it blew yeah. up over. Oh my that. god! Yeah. So. I mean, not not trying to influence anyone's votes here, but that one really blew me away. Of the ones that I've read,
1: that's right. Uh, the the uh, the influencing voting and really doing the illegal lobbying. That's the third annual Utenis. We yeah. don't have that yet. <laughs> We're gonna we'll, we'll make it like a real real a real award ceremony next year. Right, and um, this
2: is this is only the opinions of four of us, too. Right, there exactly. are thirty people on the team at Uteni, yeah. and a lot of yeah. folks go into go into this. So you know, let us influence all you will, but you know. Exactly. What can you do? Uh,
1: yeah. Oh, and speaking of that, so, uh, so okay, Anders says in the chat, are we allowed to put down our personal phase? Absolutely. This sure. is a celebration. You know, this is not a hush-hush, like, hide-your-vote kind of deal. This is a celebration, and these are the ones that we came up with. Uh, I have read all four. I really enjoyed all four. Uh, my biggest surprise, I will say, uh, so I don't say necessarily what I'm voting for in the final one, uh, but the High Republic Adventures is one that I am so glad – has gotten so many people into all ages comics because I feel like they've thought it's for kids it's for young stuff but the art the storytelling in that this year really kind of opened a lot of people's minds so it definitely belongs in there an excellent category to get us started uh Charles what's our next one
3: yes so the next category for the 2021 Utinis is the best expanded universe character so we got a few different nominations here first up is Bell Zeddifar, great new character. Also love his dog. <laughs> <laughs> After that, Stellan Geos, my guy, Stellan Geos. A lot of High Republic. High Republic Obi Wan. Yeah, High Republic Obi Wan. Yeah, this Obi-Wan.
4: particular picture, it looks like a like a photograph. It does. Yeah. Taken. <laughs> it looks it's like. It looks like
2: Cal yeah. yeah, he does. It yeah. looks just like Calcuttar from the old yeah. the old games. Yeah, looks like
3: that's a trailer Mike Mayhew cover for an upcoming video game, High Republic video game, please. Uh, next we have Elzar Man, and that's the shot of him from what this was the Target exclusive of Rising Storm, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, or, could I,
2: also uh, Tom Hanks, if you will, <laughs> or,
3: played or, by Tom Hanks or Tom Hanks.
1: <laughs> yeah, at age like twenty, <laughs> like that. <laughs>
3: and then lastly we have Erica Quell from Victory's Price from the whole alphabet squadron series. Mm-hmm. So with the year we had, I mean some heavy representation from the High Republic with Bell, mm-hmm. Stellan, Elzar, but we had to have some other representation here and Erica Quell was kind of a no-brainer from that alphabet squadron series.
2: Yeah, I do I do have to say that the selecting best characters from the high republic in general was really hard. <laughs> yeah. This had- is not an easy decision.
1: Our Discord has had brackets about this for months. Like yeah. there's in our high republic channel, they've literally had voting about best high republic characters. And then we had to sit down and say best cuz best high republic character could have been its own award. Honestly, cuz they all got made this That's year. That's true. But what what an incredible list and I also think it goes to say I think last year uh Dr. Afro was our character of the year if I remember correctly. Um yeah. And this year, it's it's also very exciting because you know we get all these Harry Republic characters, but we also have half characters of color, which I think is great and just shows where Star Wars is going. Like that's that's what you get. That's what's who's actually in in the categories. Beautiful characters that are showing up at a bunch of stuff. And Bell was actually in the Fallen Star excerpt this morning. So if you want a little more of him, again, not vote swaying, but Charles is right. He does have a really great dog. So maybe <laughs> if that pushes you one way or the other, but of course, you can't sleep on Erica Quell because y'all, I'll be honest, until we did the Utinis I forgot victory's price wasn't
4: twenty twenty.
2: Yeah, I just can't believe that. I don't wow. even wanna it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. It was I, wild. Have
4: a, I have a toss up right now. I'm gonna admit it, toss up between Bell's out of far and Erica Quell. Mm. I'm mm. I'm iffy on them. I mean and I also one of the um now that these four nominees are here um, who was the the antagonist in uh, Victory's Price that I chose that wasn't uh, actually Soren selected? Soren Keys. Soren Keys was not selected as one of the best EU characters. Thanks a lot, other Utini. Neither members. was Martin yeah. Rowe.
3: <laughs> I mean, they, yeah, listen, right. we had to narrow Marky this down. Right. And it, it's a good it thing so that hard. it was as hard as it was because that tells yeah. you the material we got this year really was that good.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Our next category I'll take, it's our cover of the year. Speaking of great art, uh, we talked about this earlier about twenty twenty two covers, but twenty twenty one was no stranger to just draw dropping design. We have first the cover to Star Wars Victory's Price, with my boy Will Lark in his in his A Wing on the cover there in glorious blue and gold. And his beard. We have the co- and his beard. Bearded Will. We all remember <laughs> that moment. We have the cover that started the High Republic, Light of the Jedi, the original Light of the Jedi cover with Avar Chris at the front flanked by Elzar Man, Boriaga, and Loden Greatstorm. We have Star Wars Ronin, uh, one of the just most unique books, covers, art styles, and and physically, the physical cover was so uh, unique. We have the Ronin himself with his red blade in that beautiful art style. And we have the out-of-print variant of the Rising Storm, which shows EU character of the year nominee, Stellan Geos, dual-wielding lightsabers, spitting one in front of him as there are sand flying with uh, Jedi atop them in the background. And, of of course, the lovely little lion kitties flanking him. Um, These four... I think this is why... You know, not to make it negative for a second, why some covers that don't quite hit these heights disappoint us because this is what we get now. That's right. Like, yeah. look at these. Yeah. They're all so that's, different.
2: That's right. I mean, honestly, like the cover art this year has been unbelievably good. And the the High Republic mm-hmm. too has been we've gotten so much varied artwork amongst everything, but it all like fits together really nicely. So Yeah. It's been awesome.
1: Yeah, and I mean, with all the different covers that we're having to buy, we also had to make sure we could uh, narrow it down, because even if you only have four books, you probably have about 16 covers to deal with. So, uh, bless everyone for making us buy these, but the artists, just a huge shout-out uh, to just their work in creating the visual language of the Star Wars universe, because that's hard to do in books.
3: Yeah. yeah. I
4: in-, in light of the Jedi, really
1: <clears throat> good, Joel. I was just
3: saying, I'm interested to really see who wins this, because these are... They really are so different. And it's uh, what it, what do you personally like is what you could go for. Like if you like the super unique mm-hmm. stuff like Ronin's and and Rising Storm are probably more unique, but if you think of like the whole series, that Alphabet Squadron series, <laughs> those covers were so cohesive. Uh, yeah. I don't know, there's a lot yeah. of different ways this could go. It was artistic.
2: I mean, Andrew yeah. just got the got a tattoo inspired by this cover, yeah, right? He so did. he did.
3: <laughs>
1: Check it uh check him out on Legends Lookback last week. He was a guest and he showed it off. It was gorgeous. Uh speaking of gorgeous,
4: Wesley, what do we have next? <laughs> it is the moment of the year. The moment of the year. Big award. So 2021 Big award. moment of the year. We decided we picked certain scenes, specific scenes that were uh, made a a big breaking point within the book. Mm-hmm. Um so our first 2021 <clears throat> moment of the year nominee is from Star Wars Victory's Price and that's Erica Quell having a breakthrough with an imagined version of ITO. Mm. Y'all remember that? Oh, that Y'all remember do I. that
1: psychologically wrecked me. Oh my Absolutely god, that was wrecked amazing. I
4: I read it twice when I first because I was like this isn't this isn't actually happening is it? And I was like I couldn't understand it at first, so I read it back to back. And then I was like, okay. I mean, it makes a lot more sense. This was before I was listening to the audiobook and reading the book at the same time. I was just reading it. Um, but, yeah, amazing moment. Next moment of the year nominee is from Light of the Jedi by Charles Soule. It's Avar Chris announcing the Jedi arrival at Hetzel Prime. Um. <sighs> Probably one of the best uh, moments uh, that made your, your heart flutter, I guess. Yeah. Whenever uh, uh, she announces that uh, the Jedi are here. I forgot the exact words. Oh, oh I, I, I brought up the, the, the
1: scripture page 30 uh, in your hymnals, lay of the Jedi. Uh, it says, a woman's voice. Just a few words, but they brought with them, yes, the one thing they needed most at that moment. This is Jedi Master Avar Chris. Help is on the way. That one thing, hope. Uh,
0: the hero of uh, Hetzal <laughs> herself. <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and then the last nominee for Moment of the Year is from The Rising Storm by Kevin Scott. Elzar Man throwing a lightsaber from the back of a dragon. That's going to be a tough one, boys, because that is one of the best moments that you're like, wait a second. I, I, we've, we've seen the lightsaber throw. We've seen it in video games. We've seen it in books. But have we seen it from the back of a dragon?
1: <laughs> I'm going to say that that's one of the greatest moments of my life. When I read that, I'll just, yeah. I, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm swaying the vote here. Everybody I freaked
2: out so much. Like, when I,
1: that is the moment I remember in my life. Other. So there were other moments this year that were big, but we, we did try not to do giant spoilers. Cause there's obviously a moment at the end of rising storm that could have been nominated, but if anyone hasn't read it, we don't want them to just get that spoiled by Utini's nomination. However, That moment when Elzar Man threw a lightsaber on the back of a dragon, I messed up. That's the one moment where I'm like, I love getting these advanced review copies of books, but I couldn't talk to anyone about that moment for a month. And I was like, guys, do you know what happened? Of course you don't. Ah! So, uh, but yeah. A year full of just kind of saga-changing moments.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know they were just sitting around that High Republic think tank table and they are like name some cool stuff just throw some cool stuff out there they're like, lightsaber yeah. throw yes bill thank you someone else in the back is just like dragons they're like uh all right i don't i didn't see where you're going there and then one third guy is just like lightsaber throws on dragons and they're like that's it meeting <laughs> adjourned it's like meeting adjourned lunch <laughs> yep.
4: i'll tell
1: you how that went it was definitely. Kevin Scott said lightsaber throw, and then Daniel Jose Older was like dragon, and then and then and then uh, Cla- and then Justina Ireland was like both,
4: both. <laughs> that's, that's my guess. That's my guess. That's, that's a pretty good, uh, <laughs> replay of what happened. Yeah, <laughs> but like you said,
1: Corey earlier, and like you guys were saying earlier, like this, these three moments really do have kind of the scope of 2021 in Star Wars, like that ITO moment is really, like, the psychological, like, horror in a weird way of Star Wars. Like, we get to see really dark depths, and 2021 was a really hard year for a lot of folks. And, like, Mm Erica going through that and getting those psychological breakthroughs was, like, really impactful and really hard. But at the same time, what did we all want this year, especially, you know, in the beginning of the year coming out of 2020, was the Jedi. We wanted Hetzal Prime. We needed a little bit of hope. And then you just want something that's just the coolest thing you've ever read in your life. So it's, it's a nice little balance of what the year was, you know, in a, in a, in a metatextual way. Totally intentional, by the way. Oh, right? Really cool. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Love that. Uh, but, of course, moments are nothing without the words that are written about them. Corey, what do we got next?
2: The uh, next category that we have... For the 2021 Utini's Awards is the quote of the year. And we have a couple of them here. This first one is from Rising Storm by Kevin Scott. And the quote is, Elzar Man was riding a dragon into the middle of a dogfight because who else
1: would it be? <laughs>
4: <laughs> There's the
1: moment right there. Also made for quote of the year. There you go. <clears throat> Yeah, that's like when you have best actor and best director in the same category and they both win. That w- that's what that would be. We'll yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
2: Exactly. The next one we have for quote of the year is from Thrawn Ascendancy Greater Good. And this quote is, the odds are never impossible. Thrawn said calmly, merely unfavorable. <laughs> Very good. <Yes. laughs>
1: Always a chance. So Classic. should you tell him the odds? Uh, mm. Star Wars.
2: <laughs> never tell me the odds. Get out. Get out. <laughs> All right, the next one we have for Quote of the Year is from Victory's Price, and this quote is from Hera Syndua, and she said, Only rebellions are built on hope. Republics need sturdier foundations. Mm. Mm. I love that.
4: No wiser words have ever been said. You know what that is? That's
1: coming out of college and and going into, like, your first job. That's
4: right. It's like, ugh,
1: we actually need foundations of something. Only degrees are built
3: on all-nighters. Jobs (laughs) require sturdier... Habits.
4: Through your foundation. <laughs> I love it. We just, let me just run back through these so everybody can get a good Oh, yeah, commentary. yeah,
1: without our commentary here.
4: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so we have, we have Elzar Man was
2: riding a dragon into the middle of a dogfight because who else would it be? We have the odds are never impossible, Thrawn said calmly, merely unfavorable. And then only rebellions are built on hope. Republics need sturdier foundations from Harris and Dula in Victory's Price.
4: All and great. And those were voted on by the Utini team. <clears throat> and I'm rather surprised that one didn't get picked, but I don't know that I should say which one got. Oh, well, you, well got you got it now. You know. Maybe it, it, I mean, was, yeah, good. it was spoilerific. It was the quote from On Rowe that asked, hey, you forgot your hand. You forgot your hand. <laughs> I awesome. voted for it. <laughs> I did. <It> so awesome. voted <laughs> for that. <laughs> <Rose and> I <laughs> You <gasps> forgot your, your hand. hand. You forgot your hand. Great. <laughs> right. and, and also, while we're there,
1: we haven't said this yet, and this is absolutely our bad. At the top of this, a uh, huge shout out to our team member Andrew Bell, who is the Utinis is kind of his baby, who put this all together, um, who's been coordinating this from the top. And all year, our, by the way, since year, like yeah. January
2: one of last year. year, we've been since the
1: last ones. Yeah, every couple every couple
2: weeks, he pops in. Hey, don't forget about those nominees while you're reading. You got to drop in quotes, right. things like that. Which yep. I would have absolutely forgotten to do all that if Andrew had not done it. So strong work, super man. shout out. Strong and work. of
1: course, if you're watching us on video or if you're on our social media later this week, a huge shout out to our newest team member Stephen Smith, who made all of these graphics uh, based on the nominations and is going to be uh, kind of heading the social pur- uh, social surge, not the purge, uh, of, uh, of voting <laughs> that we're going to have. That we know of. Because now I do want to announce that uh, all, so the quotes are a lot, and if you're listening you might forget some of them, but have no fear, because you are going to be voting on them uh, after this show. We're going to be putting a page live at utini.com slash awards. Uh, we're going to have the link in the doobly-doo. We're going to be tweeting it out. You, the audience, will be able to vote <laughs> on these and you will affect the outcomes of the utini awards for the first time ever so keep your eyes peeled there beautiful quotes but of course beautiful quotes have to be written by beautiful people and those beautiful people sometimes like to share beautiful moments with their beautiful audience which makes them
3: what charles (laughs) the 2021 utini's social butterflies now this right. this award it, it's not as intuitive, right as the other awards. What is the social butterfly? These go to the creators who do a fantastic job interacting with the fan base, because it's always really cool to kind of get a peek into these creators' lives. Like when we get to do these interviews on the show, it's always there's some incredible moments. But if you follow them on social media you get a lot of those same moments too. And it's a, it's a great chance for them to interact with you if you have kind of no other avenues to do that, no other ways to thank them for the work that they do. So, without further ado, the nominees are Ario Anandito, Emma Mieko-Candon, Daniel Jose Older, and Charles Soul. And all of these people are great followers. We have their their handles kind of down there beneath their pictures if you're watching this live. So if you don't follow them already, and maybe you want to weigh in on this, go follow them, see what kind of stuff they get up to on their social medias. Um, all these people are really interactive, really just genuinely nice people. And that is reflected in how they interact with everyone in the fan base.
1: Yeah. Th- last year, Kevin Scott received this award um, because Key's also... he So he's ineligible this year. Um, but kind of, like, set the bar for how to, you know, just interact with fans, and it's hard sometimes. I mean, you know, authors and writers and artists are all just people, and it can be hard sometimes to talk to the Star Wars community, but they all do such a great job, and they're all different. Like, Ario is so appreciative of people that love his art. Emma... Is, is loving people about Ronin, but also has incredibly great threads about creation, about, like, really in-depth topics. Mm-hmm. Daniel mm-hmm. Jose Older is, like, fighting for social justice and is also hilarious and is also a new dad. So all of that on a single thread is wild. Mm-hmm. And then Charles Soule is uh, always just a hair away from revealing what's going to happen next in the <laughs> High Republic. <laughs> He's, he is a it's master how it feels. at yeah. it. incredible. I love incredible. it. <laughs>
3: Yeah. I like to really that there's an artist in this lineup, right? Like it yes. it was intentional this year to try to have better representation of comics. Obviously, that was a point of emphasis mm-hmm. for Utini as a company was to <laughs> yeah, really right. dive more into comics. Obviously, the Cosmic Force was a big part of that. And it feels cool to be at the point where we're familiar with these artists enough that we're following them on social media, like we're we're able to nominate them for these awards because we're trying to I don't know, dive more into that, give it more exposure, all that good stuff.
1: Absolutely. And now, just like the Oscars, you got to end with the big boy. Um, The book of the year. Before we talk about the nominees, though, this was such a hard process. Um, So many Star Wars books came out, like Corey said, roughly 50, or in 2021 – and it was so hard to just, you know, uh, take, take four. Take four and say, all right, here's, here's what we think represents Star Wars the best. We talked about— Because we had um, 50 books this year. We had 50 <laughs> books this year, yeah. So we had to figure out, you know, how, how do we make sure that it's objective? And we had a voting system that incorporated how many books people have read. And, and so you got weighted differently, and we really tried to make it as fair as possible. And at the end of the day, we loved so many books. And again, if you don't know how much we love them, go back, watch our roundtables, read our reviews. They don't all make it in here that we love. But the four books for Utinis' 2021 Book of the Year are <clears throat> Star Wars Victory's Price by Alexander Fried. Star Wars The High Republic Light of the Jedi by Charles Soule. Star Wars: Thrawn Ascendancy, Lesser Evil by Timothy Zahn. A little spoiler for our uh, our roundtable next week. <laughs> and Star Wars: The High Republic, The Rising Storm by Kevin Scott. Um, again, we have two ends of the spectrum. Two of these yeah, books we do. end <clears throat> trilogies, and two of these books begin a new initiative. Uh, huh. which is it's like poetry; it rhymes.
2: Yeah, I know, it's crazy.
1: I mean, I I was
2: I was surprised by both Victory's Price and Lesser Evil in this list. Not because they're not phenomenal, because they really are. But Lesser Evil won because we haven't done a round table yet. That's crazy that yes. like, <laughs> that this book that came out literally like a couple weeks ago is is even considerable for Book of the Year.
1: But Victory's yeah. Price is
2: just on such a different level than the other books that are on this on this list.
1: It's totally different, but man, it it is kind of like voting for that series, isn't it?
2: Uh, Yeah, I think it is. I think it is. I mean, I think, I think, I think anytime you vote for a, a a final book in a trilogy, you're essentially voting for
3: the series in a way. It's got the weight of all the first two books behind that third book for sure.
2: Yeah. But it does say, it does say, to the reader that the, the trilogy ends strongly, right? Because there are, there yes. are a couple book series that, that do not end very well in Star Wars, right? So, that, yeah, they're... I was going
4: to ask that question. If, if the, say, the last book of a series is not great, then are the first couple books like worth mentioning that they're really good, that you should put in as a book of the year nominee? I mean, do we, have we had something yeah. like
1: that? Well, I mean, we've had movies like that, you could say. We definitely had you know, movies like, like that. And I, I think that does. <laughs> I think it absolutely does. And, you know, um, you know, so Be Nasty in the chat here mentions, you know, it must have been so hard not to put Ronin in, in the top four. And Ronan was one that I – my honorable mention. That was in my top four. But, again, we all voted. <clears throat> and that's an interesting thing because with these two giant kind of defining trilogies ending, some books had their moment. But didn't quite have the weight and stuff, and the fact that both the Alpha Squadron trilogy and the Ascendancy trilogy ended so strong, we had to recognize them.
4: I mean, mm-hmm. it's because again, like you said, West, that is really hard to do. I think that's a, I think that's a fair assessment of how we can because Victory's Surprise did blow me away. I didn't, I wasn't. Mm-hmm. As I need, therapy the after I <laughs> <right? laughs> yes. It was. It yeah, was so deep, heavy. It all hurt the me. characters had like had all their different arcs, and you were just like trying to weigh the severity of who's like who's going through the worst of it mm-hmm. right now. And they yeah. allowed that through that entire trilogy it was great.
1: Yeah, and then you get on the other end of the spectrum again: Light of the Jedi and Rising Storm. With like, you know, now that we're outside of it, we can admit if those two books had sucked, the initiative is sunk. Yeah, like <laughs> like three yeah. years of work are gone. You yeah, know, the, and, and we
4: gave them near tens. Both of them. I think, Yeah, you put your best batters up in the lineup. That's what, that's yeah. what they did.
3: You do. I think the interesting thing about these books is, like, Victory's Price kind of presented itself like a series of unfortunate events. It was kind of like, mm-hmm. listen, this is going to be <laughs> bad. Like, you know what you're getting yeah. into. Like, proceed with caution. And then the High Republic books are like, yeah, like, Jedi, and, like, the best of the best, and, oh, by the way, we're going to crush you. Like, it's, yeah. <laughs> you You almost don't expect it in the same way that you do from Victory's Price, mm-hmm. but it still sneaks up on you. Right.
2: And we, have, yeah. we, haven't really, we haven't really talked about this very much, but I do really enjoy that, like... The High Republic in and of itself has all been presented as somewhat of a tragedy, right? Like, you remember learning about that in high school? Eric, you're a theater (laughs) person, so this is, like, second nature to you, I'm sure. But I remember learning about this in high school with, like, Shakespeare plays. Like, at the beginning of Romeo and Juliet, it tells you all the horrible shit that's about to happen, right? And that's how how the High Republic has been. Like, ever since our first, like, review of uh, Starlight Beacon, we're like, yeah, just so we're clear, that thing is, like, absolutely a goner, right? (laughs)
1: Yeah. And then yeah. with the out of print cover, they're like, "Yes, no, it actually is." And it's yeah, like, you it's know. like here
2: it is exploding on a yeah. cover before the book's out. I hope you enjoy. The highest, like
1: the highest highs, the lowest lows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? it's I, really I don't. Beautiful. I
2: don't know that it could have been possible for High Republic books not to make it in this lineup either for yeah. this year. We had so many unbelievable like projects around the High Republic in general. Which yeah. again, <laughs> this has only been around for a year. Holy crap! Like, how is that possible? Yep. Yeah. Year We're
4: not ever. even a third of the way through. On it's, top of the novels, they had the junior novels, they had yep. the young adult novels, mm-hmm. all the comics. That's right. They had the young readers. I mean, they had. They did a. I mean, like you said, it's like one of the biggest initiatives that they have it's launched, nuts. and they did it all mm-hmm. through, all through books, like yeah. all yeah. through literary. It's crazy. It's yeah, great. yeah. Instead of just doing like TV shows, yeah. And then the the High Republic show that's on StarWars.com dot com really helps boost that. Mm-hmm. Traffic to pick up those books to actually read them,
1: and I mean, and all this happened, and Queen's Hope got delayed, y'all. Well,
4: uh, <laughs> thank, God. thank God! Thank <laughs> God! Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> thank Remember?
2: God! You know, also Be Nessie brought up in the chat. It's wild that we got two books, two Thrawn books, out of the same trilogy in one gear That also yep. happened this year, guys. Yep. Like, holy smokes!
1: Uh, yeah. Yep. I mean, it was quite a year, and, and narrowing it down, I think, was was hard, but, but these, all these nominees in all these categories just really show, if nothing else, you think of how many things didn't make it in is, like, such a <clears> – <throat> it's just such a moment of, like, wow, that's how good the year was. And yeah. I know we say it every yeah. year, but once it stops being true, we'll stop saying it. It really feels like the best time for Star Wars publishing there's ever been. It does. Um, so mm-hmm. – so happy for it. And one one little tease. Uh, there is another award that may get announced on the night of the Utenis. But you'll have to tune in. Uh, it's a super special award that we did not have last year that we're very happy about. And <clears throat> that's all I'll we'll say. Because, you know, we got a tease. You. It's 2021. Cliffhangers. Mid-scene credits. End credit reveals. Marvel. You know. So uh, tune in for that. And one last thing. To our Patreon uh, friends, our Patreon supporters, our friends, you're our friends. You give us money for things, you're our friends. Um, <laughs> so everyone can vote on, on the UTN nominations. After this show goes live, they should be open at utini.com slash awards. The polls will be open until Christmas Eve, I believe. Uh, so the night of Christmas Eve, we hope you're with your loved ones and not voting on the UTN awards. But if you are, uh, you have till Christmas Eve uh, to vote, so it's a couple weeks. And if you're on Patreon, be sure to check Patreon itself, the the platform, for a special link that you will get. Uh, your voting will be slightly different this year. Uh, that's all we'll say for now. If you want to again, know more, this is our right. This is our fishing line. If you want to know more, you can join our Patreon at the end of the year, uh, and you can figure out uh, how that's going to happen. But. So, patrons, keep an eye out for messages from Timothy about the Utinis. Everyone else, utini.com slash awards. Voting will be open. We want you to be part of this. And, oh, my goodness, we can't wait for three weeks from tonight, December 27th. We will be dressed to the nines. We will have overlays. There will be music. There will be champagne. And most importantly, there will just be a celebration of the year we had. Uh, So much happened this year in the world so much happened all of our lives changed so intensely but star wars books and comics really just came to play so uh guys before we get out of here any last thoughts on the nominees any anything that didn't get nominated that we haven't talked about yet that you really want to make sure i uh, just gets your little little mention or uh, are we saying goodbye until next week's thrawn ascendancy <laughs> lesser evil utini nominated book of the year roundtable
2: hmm you know, I I will say that, you know, you hear every single award show or whatever. You watch the Oscars, and they're always like, yeah, it was so hard to pick. Like, you know, everybody always makes those comments. I yeah. will say that, personally, going through, like, all of the stuff to, like that Andrew put together for us to, like, actually choose our votes, it took me a long time. Like, yeah. I, I could not just sit down and do it. Like, when we got to, like, the quote of the year and stuff, like... I found myself clicking around a great deal of like I want this thing to get the points but then I would change my mind and get this thing the points. It took me a long time to really figure it out because I mean we really did have I mean do we did we have anything that was like a lower score than like a 8.5 on the entire team this entire year? I don't think oh. we did.
1: No, because we Probably we had not. complaints about that, and whenever and something someone yeah, out, like, that's oh, right. Everything's so high. I'm like, well, when it sucks, it'll suck. Yeah, but like this year was just really good.
2: It's been so unbelievably good this yeah. year. Like the High Republic has been such a breath of fresh air for the publishing world of Star yeah. Wars, and like we have really good creators that I hope get a break after this crazy year we've had. Yeah, like, quite absolutely.
3: frankly, yeah, I'll say yeah. I want to give a shout out to. Ronin because it did, it yeah, got some nominations, um, but it was almost so unique that like it couldn't win the award. I don't, I don't know. It, that's kind of how it felt. Like it's one of those, like, I guess yeah. I can't say this anymore because recent years have changed this, but it can't win like best film if it's, if it wasn't made in Hollywood. Right. So it, it was right, almost like yeah, so, that so it, yeah. unique that, that like yeah, it, it right. wasn't nominated for some things, but like it was very deserving it was incredible, so I just want to throw those two cents in there, and I also want to say, y'all, there are 21 days until the Utenis. You have 21 days to read anything that you have not read, and if you yeah. can't read it or you can't listen to it, I would encourage you maybe just go listen to our roundtables, and then it'll give you a little bit more context for the awards themselves. If you're not planning on going back and reading these for yourselves, but that's that's all I'll say about that.
1: Yeah, that's a great that's a great point because we do we do earnestly want to give the most deserving books the awards, you know? And if you haven't read stuff, that's fine. You know, things get tough, but if you got a weekend coming up you got something, uh, throw on some of our shows, make, make an informed opinion. Talk to your friends. If you know someone that's read something, jump with the, into the Uteni Discord channels. Be like, hey, I see this stuff for a Uteni. Why was this so good? Like, you know, encourage the conversation. We would love that. We'd love to see that. I think that'd be so fun. Yeah. Also sure. Ronan. Is absolutely <laughs> <laughs>
2: Ronan was such a unique book, but it was yeah. like it's such an academic read. It's like it's almost yep. like I, I don't know forth. that I don't know that the community would get it <laughs> if we mm-hmm. if we said this is book of the year. It was so unbelievably good, but at the same time, it's hard. It's a hard this one. is very hard to pick. There's so many factors yeah. that go into play.
1: Yeah, and when you got the High Republic, a uh, Thrawn trilogy ending, and the Albert Squadron trilogy, which was basically the X-wing books reborn ending, all in the same calendar year. I mean, yeah. My goodness.
4: For sure. All right. I, well, on top of that, I'm yes sure sir. we'll go through, we're definitely going to go through um, the nominees um, one more time before we leave. Yes, and sir. And then we'll also, when we pick the winners um, on December 27th. 27th yes, sir. Um, we'll also give some of the uh, the runners-up or the some of the ones that we chose as, uh, I don't know. Our favorites, but didn't actually win. So yeah. we will give some of the examples there that weren't that didn't actually get picked or nominated. To, to you know, throw some, throw a little extra flair in there. Yeah, honorable mentions, uh, like host
1: picks. Host yeah. picks. I it'll like it'll that. be better than host
4: yeah. picks. Sucks,
1: <laughs> but, but it'll be something cooler than that. We, we I got like three. host picks. <laughs> all right, thanks, thanks, <laughs> Wes. If you like host <laughs> picks, comment <All> right. host <laughs> picks on this video.
3: Oh, <laughs> right, um, run back through the. Yes, the please do,
1: here. please do. Let's show them all everything we got.
4: So, we have 2021 Comic of the Year, um, either War of the Bounty Hunters, The High Republic, Star Wars, The High Republic Comics, The High Republic Adventures, and then Star Wars Darth Vader. Next is Best EU Character. We'll start with Bell Zetafar, Stellan Geos, Elzar Man, or Erica Quell. 2021 cover of the year nominees are Star Wars Victory's Price, Star Wars The High Republic Light of the Jedi by Charles Soule, Star Wars Ronin by Emma Mieko Cannon, and then The Rising Storm by Kevin sorry. Scott. Kevin Scott. I just skipped on it. 2021 moment of the year. Star Wars victory's price. That moment is Irkukwell having a breakthrough with an imagined version of ITO. Light of the Jedi by Charles Tull. Avar Chris announcing the Jedi arrival at Hetzel Prime, which uh, Eric reminded us is in the very beginning of the book. <laughs> Page 30. And then The Rising Storm by Kevin Scott. Elzar Man throwing a lightsaber from the back of the dragon. I don't say that slowly on purpose either. <laughs> Next 2021 quote of the year nominee from the rising storm of Cabin Scott. Elzar Mann was riding a dragon into the middle of a dogfight because who else would it be? Another quote of the year, Star Wars Thrawn ascendancy greater good. The odds are never impossible. Thrawn said calmly, merely unfavorable. Star Wars: Victory's Price by Alexander Freed. Only rebellions are built on hope. Republics need sturdier foundations. By Harrison Dula. And Social Butterfly for 2021, Ario Enantito. He is the illustrator and the artist for um, which comics are they? The right? High Republic. The High all the High Republic comics, right? Mm-hmm. And then Emma Mieko Candon for. Um Ronan, which is our first Star Wars book. Daniel Jose Older, um, if you want to go back and check the uh interview we did with him um a couple of months back, it was a really good oh, one. Oh yes. And then Charles soul for the last nominee of 2021 Social Butterfly. And the last and final, not final, but maybe, <laughs> is 2021 Book of the Year. Star Wars Victory's Price by Alexander Freed. Star Wars the High Republic Light of the Jedi by Charles Soule. Ron Ascendancy Lesser Evil by Timothy Zahn. And The Rise or Star Wars The High Republic, The Rising Storm by Kevin Scott. Those are all of your nominees for the twenty twenty-one Utinis. Wow. What? That's a lot, guys? I mean that's a that's lot a that there's the whole team put together yeah applaud the team applaud the team applaud the team all
1: that <laughs> well done everyone uh and of course if you're listening to this uh com slash awards that's where you can go vote that's where the article is you scroll down you see the nominees again and there's a link to the google form where you can vote we'll also have links on the utini twitter account the living force twitter account we'll be tagging authors we'll be tagging creators it'll be a whole good time uh and we just can't wait to see you in a few weeks for the 2021 utini's But next week, of course, is the Thrawn Lesser Evil Part 1 Roundtable. we got two parts on this one. Charles, how are you feeling?
3: Uh, I'm stressed. (laughs) I'm real stressed, Eric. How are you?
1: (laughs) 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 Everything's fine here, right? All right. Well, we will see you next week for that, my friends. Uh, You only got 500 pages to go if you're listening. Uh, the next two weeks, of course. Thrawn, Ascendancy, Lesser Evil. Get your pre-orders in for all your books. Read your Thrawn. Cash your votes for the Utenies. And still keep loving Star Wars the whole way through. Because, my friends, that'll do it for this week's episode of The Living Force. You support us on Patreon. Thank you so much for that assistance. Uh, make sure you keep your eyes peeled for your own U-T-Needs announcement. Uh, a special thank you, of course, to Cheryl Bell, OK Endar, Jeremy Kazina, J.G. Cars, Earl Q, Patrick Ortiz, and Carl Sander on our Jedi High Council. And Matt Billington, Tyler Latour, Elizabeth Cloutier, Jason Mitchell, Freddie C, and Sally and Chris Allerson in our Alliance High Command. You can find us on Twitter at force Pod at Yutini underscore US, and individually at Eric Allerson, at Doc Star Wars MD at C. Hankel, and at Boss West. A special thank you to our returning editor Matt Davenport, Ryan, our graphic designer extraordinaire, whose work you can see at the Yutinis as well, and Wes, our producer and community manager. Thank you to Corey Charles and Wes for podcasting with me. Thanks to all of you for watching and voting in the upcoming Yutinis. And as always, may the force be with you.
0: There is no hatred. There is joy. There is no division. There is union. There is no apathy. There is passion. There is no gatekeeping. There is community. This is the Utini Star Wars fan code. Embrace it, live by it, and above all, trust in the living force. Join the Utini community and surround yourself with like minded fans at utini.com. And remember.